The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I'd like to tell you a story. I was really going to say it last night by the voice of Mura, but I didn't. So you're the first one to hear it. So you know that um, I spoke Tishabov, and I spoke about the situation in the mountains. The whole situation, there was a pool hall, went to this pool hall, girls, boys, and there was bowling alleys and all kinds of stories. And everybody said, you can't, you can't, you know, don't even bother, you can't change these things. For Hashem, I, I was going to bring a big picture, I'm going, to sh- I'm going to bring it next week in Mitzvah Hashem. But I would just like to tell you a story. So we're on the third week in the mountains. So uh, there was this pool hall in Monticello. I'm not going to give the name of the pool hall, it's not important the name of the pool hall. But there's a pool hall in Monticello, on the main street of Monticello. And there were 250 boys and girls that were hanging out in this pool hall, and in the back of the pool hall, there was a dance club. It was terrible, it was like Sedan, a terrible, terrible place. Don't walk from Znutz, a place of Znutz, a place of drinking, a place of drugs. Terrible, terrible situation. I spoke about it on, on, on Tisha So we went to Rabbi David Feinstein. What are we going to do about this? 250 kids, Jewish kinderloch, that are acting in such a way in public. And we came up with a plan. What was the plan? The plan was that we should go, a bunch of balabatim, a bunch of men and a bunch of women, married couples, we should go down to the pool hall, and we should talk to the kids, and we should make them uncomfortable. By being there, a bunch of married people, they know, oh, I knew you, you know my uncle, you know my aunt, oh, I better get out of here. So Rav David felt that if we come, and we're a bunch of couples, and we mean it sincerely, a lot of the people, the kids who are doing the bad things, you can't stop them. But all the kids that were getting out of their cars, party, let's check it out, he called them the tourists, you know, young 14, 15, 16 year old kids, that they would see us, and they would say, oh, he knows my mother. I'm not getting out of the car. And, and that's my aunt, the cousin. Ah. So we figured that that would be, that, that would be a, a, a way to stop them. Not by criticizing them, not by giving them a hard time, but by being there and showing them that we care. So, fine. So I went to Rabbi Feinstein. He's the girl in, in, in America. And I, I have to tell you the whole story so you understand the whole story. So, so in, in, in his yeshiva, in Tzvaret Yerushalayim, on the east side, so in the old yeshiva world because they were learning all the time. So their mincha was called a short shman esrei. What does that mean? Normally when we daven shman esrei with a minion, so everyone davens quietly. Then the chazan davens and he repeats the whole shman esrei. It takes time. In the old days in yeshiva, because they were learning all the time, so they had what's called a short shman esrei, which meant that the chazan would start, before you would daven your own private shman esrei, the chazan would start, go to Kedusha, you'd say Kedusha, and and then he would fit, he would go into quiet, and then everybody would go quiet, so they wouldn't repeat the whole shmanesra. So it's uh, five minutes shorter, whatever it was. It's, it's called a short shmanesra. I personally don't daven that shmanesra because uh, there's eighteen, sixteen, whatever all mains that you miss because the chazan doesn't do chazor shachats. So the week before, I was there. Double find the week before this, and uh, you go to him when you want to speak to him you go right you go before Mincha so he gave us an appointment at 12.30 Mincha's at 1.30 so when he came to Mincha I walked out I, 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 had, I spoke to him and I left because I don't dive in short Shmanes, right? I figured out now my father told me a long time ago when I was younger that you never walk away from a minion if it's a short Shmanes, right? if it's a little earlier than Shkia never walk away from a minion if you're in a minion if you're there don't walk out even if you have a plan to go to another minion because in the end you're going to have a problem the week before I walked out. I'm not davening such a short minion. To make a long story short, I got caught in this, got caught in that, court, got caught in traffic. Ended up davening Mincha that day, like 25 minutes after the sun went down, in Satmar on the way up to the mountains, in my row, it was, it was, I got totally messed up. And I realized 
that short Shmona Esrei, if it's good enough for a Velvet Feinstein, you know, who do you think you are? You know, well, I need a long Shmona Esrei, you know? So, I, so that week, six weeks ago, I decided, after speaking to a Velvet Feinstein, we made up this plan, I'm not leaving, I'm going to dab Mincha. So I dab Mincha with David, with the Minion and Shiva, we finished the Minion, and not like him, he came running over to me right after Elena, and he said, I would like to speak to you in my room. And I said, okay, I was there with other guys. I said, can they come also? He said, no, just you. I just want to speak to you. But I want you to meet somebody. So he takes me into his room. And the, the head coordinator of the, of the east side, Hatzalah, is Damans in that minion also. And Rabbi Dabafine said, I want you to meet him. Rabbi Wallerstein, listen. I like your plan that you're going to go Matzah Shabbos to this pool hall. All the boys and girls are. You're going to bring people. But... You're going to rent out, I rented out the bowling alley that night. You get, how are the girls going to get, let's say you get to the pool and there's girls and boys, and you want to tell the girls that there's a place to go for just girls, how are they going to get from Monticello to Kayamisha? So we have to have transportation. So I said, yeah, don't worry, my friends, I'll have them go out with their wives, and we'll be available, any girl that says, okay, I want to get out of here, I want to go to the bowling alley, we'll give her a ride. I said, I'm not so comfortable with that. Because you don't know who's going to come, where they're going to come from. Maybe the girl's going to say something happened in the car. Maybe, the, you know, we, we don't want any trouble. So I, this is what I want. I want Hatsala to do all the transportation. Here's the guy on the east side. He's the coordinator. Every, you, you, you have a meeting with Hatsala of the mountains. And if we're going to move from the pool hall, people to the bowling alley, or from Walmart, people to the bowling alley, wherever you're going to move girls in the mountains to bring them to your bowling alley, should be done by a Hatsala member with his wife. Because they have to answer to the head guy, not so long. So it's an organized transportation system. Okay, but that fine. He's a girl I dog. If that's what you want, fine. So we had a meeting Friday before that, that Shabbos. And we had a meeting with all the Hatzala guys. And we said, we don't want you guys to do Kirov. You know, they're like, I don't know how to do Kirov. I'm a Hatzala guy. You know, I'm like, you know, you know how to bring a person back to life when he's dying. You should, you know, it's not so hard to do Kirov. Because you don't have to be a professional. It's a very big misnomer. What you need to do is put your hand on, well, not the girls, but on the guys, put your hand on one of the guy's shoulders and say, you know, how are you? What's doing? I care about you. There's no such thing as a professional. But, you know, the world is very scared of Kirov. Because, like, what am I going to say? I don't know what to say. You don't need to say nothing. You have to show that you care. Okay. Anyway, they were very uncomfortable. They said, don't say nothing. Just, you need a ride. That's it. And give them a ride. Fine. That much is Shabbos. We come to the pool hall, total of eight couples. That's all that came out. Total of eight couples. Everybody was very uncomfortable. I don't agree with this. This is not the way to do it. Everybody had opinions. The whole mountains, everybody had opinions. This is not the way to do it. There's got to be other ways. Let's have a meeting. Let's have a discussion. It doesn't work that way. Pinchas ben Aaron Akoyen, he got up, he took a sword, he took a... Uh, he did what he had to do and Hashem said by the time you finish discussing what you have to do the night's over right it doesn't work that way so I got eight couples to go with me one of my friends myself whatever so we went and we come to this pool and the place is a party total party now in the back of the pool there's a club and all the kids are in the club and they're dancing and you can hear what's going on over there so me and a couple of guys we said we'd like to go into the club we want to go into the club. We want to see what's going on. There's a couple of boys that I know that are there. A couple of girls. We're going to make them uncomfortable. I'm going to walk into a club. You're going to see Rabbi Wallerstein. You're going to get very uncomfortable. And that's what I was going to do. I want to make them uncomfortable. Okay, we come to the door. The guy says, no. 
you can't go into the club, you're too old. <laughs> All right? No problem, but that's not what the problem was, of course. Anyway, to make a long story short, finally he says to me, he says, you really think the stuff going on back there, you, you could go into the back. You, Rabbi, you can go into the back, look around and leave right away. Okay? All of a sudden a guy comes running out, no, nobody comes into the back. Now we want you rabbis, we want you all out of here. I said, what do you mean? I, mean, I was in the pool hall, I was like, I'll shoot pool. Like, what do you mean? What? No, we don't care what you want to do, we don't care, we don't want your money, we don't want you here. And they start pushing us out, physically pushing us out. Then it starts getting a little, now all the guys are like, you know, I'm waiting to see, and the guy had three or four Mexican bouncers in this hall, and he tells the Mexican bouncers, throw all these rabbis out. So the Mexican bouncer goes, one of my friends is a big guy. He's been in more than one fight in his life, and he's ready to go at it. And I'm thinking to myself, this is not what Rev. David Feinstein wants. We have kids here, Jewish kids, we don't want to make a chalashan, that's not what we want. Pretty much, the bouncers, the Mexican bouncers took me, this guy Shlemy Gross, another guy, Richie Berry, and physically threw us out of the pool hall, and physically threw us down the steps. Fine, it's no problem. Hashem, you go down the steps, you have to go down the steps. <laughs> so there I am at the bottom of the steps, screaming at the top of my lungs at all the guys. I said, you see how you've fallen? They just took three Rebbies, physically Mexicans, you watch Mexicans, take three Jewish Rebbies and throw them down the steps and not one of you said a word. So I was beyond myself, I was screaming at them. I'm like, forget about everything else. Look, not one of you stood up for me, fine. Now the owner of the club looks down at us at the bottom of the steps. And he says, Rabbis, you're not going to win this. I own Monticello. That's what he tells us. I own Monticello. There was a cop standing there, a Monticello cop, and he's giving us a hard time. Get out of here. You don't belong here. I'm like, you just throw a guy physically throw me down steps, and you're telling me I have to get out of here? And I saw right there and there, this guy owns Monticello. He, own, he owns the police. So I realized this guy owns Monticello. And he's like, you don't know who you're starting up with? I own Monticello. <laughs> and I said to myself, we'll see. Okay. So that was it. They threw us out. And the whole, the whole mountains, all the kids are talking. The rabbis got beat up, you know. Some kids were happy. Some kids were sad, whatever it was. Because we did the worst thing. We ruined their fun. Okay. Listen carefully, that's where I'm answering the question on Pasha's Kisova. So, the following week, we had a meeting, and at this meeting we saw that this guy owns Monticello. He owned a lot of the people that were that we met with. We saw, I'm not saying Lashonar. I'm not saying, I'm not saying where he is. And we met and we realized this guy has townhouses, in Monticello, he's a very powerful man. And what he said was the truth. We did our investigating. We're there eight weeks. This man lives up there and he controls Monticello. He owns buildings and cars and he knows everybody. He's connected to everybody. He is really a very powerful man. What can you do? Fine. Okay. Anyway, we went to him nicely. We said, listen. We don't want to, we don't want this, you know, this is, this was ugly, what happened with the Shabbos, it was ugly. Let's, 
let us rent the pool hall. We, we don't want to take the fun away from the kids. We just don't like the boy and girl thing. Let's, we'll rent the pool hall for boys. We'll rent the bowling alley for girls. The girls can go to the bowling alley, have a good time. The boys can go to the pool hall, have a good time. And he agreed for a large amount of money. He's going to rent a Saturday night. We have the pool hall. How many kids showed up at the pool hall? 20. <laughs> How many girls showed up at the bowling alley? 15. Because they weren't interested in bowling and shooting pool. They were interested in doing Averis. So what were we offering them? We weren't offering them Averis. So nobody showed up. So the following week I got smart. And I hired Yossi Piamenta. And I said, Yossi Piamenta is going to be playing live with his band in the pool hall for guys. This place is going to be packed. Free. Yes, if you meant to free. Pools free with pizza free. Shooting pool. Everything free. We pay for everything. We pay for everything. Yes, if you meant to come with his band. How many guys show up? 20. <laughs> 20. Piamenta free. Right? Unwired. Playing. Nobody shows up. So that night, that's um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So that Matzah Shabbos, I was there in the pool hall. This <clears throat> Ion Monticello guy, who's now my friend because we're paying him big money to rent, um, says to me, you know, you're wrong, Rabbi. You see, you're wrong. Boys and girls need each other. And you're trying to stop something here that you can't stop. You see, you brought Pimenta, who we happen to have known very well. He says... It doesn't work. So you know what I'm going to do for the boys and the girls? Even though you rent Saturday night, Wednesday night, I'm going to make a party, free beer, free admission to my club, free everything. I'm going to bring in food from all over the place. It's going to be the biggest party these boys and girls ever had. Now, I'm renting Matzah Shabbos. He's doing it Wednesday night. What am I going to do? I said, you don't understand what you're doing. You're going to sit in Gehenna forever. You're, you're being machti klayisra. No, you guys are wrong. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. Boys and girls, natural, you can't stop it. Am I going to have a party Wednesday night? Okay. Good. Fine. All of a sudden, comes Tuesday, that Tuesday, and he told me this much is Shabbos. Pool hall's closed. Big sign on it. Closed by the fire department. Closed. Signs all over. Closed. Taped closed. I have pictures. I, I wanted to bring them tonight. I didn't blow them up yet. So I'm going to mention them. I'll bring it to you next week. Closed. Violation. 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 For sale. For sale. For sale. For sale. Finished. Closed down. Done. We didn't do it. We, we rented it from Hatsi Shabbos. For the boys. We, we didn't close down this place. Okay. So, we didn't know what happened. None of us knew what happened. Listen carefully. None of us knew what happened. This Friday, this Friday, now, one of the guys that's very involved is, is someone in my bungalow colony who's very involved in the mountains getting votes for the sheriff and for the people. So he's very connected. He was in Israel. He came back. He gets a phone call from the mayor, the manager of Monticello. The manager of Monticello, he's the man on top. Above, the sh above everybody. And he called this guy and he says, um, you know, I've been trying to reach you for the last week. Uh, I heard you're in Israel. You know we closed down the pool hall. 
So my friend says, but we didn't ask you to close down the pool hall. We rented the pool hall. We don't need you to close down the pool hall. He goes, no, it has nothing to do with you. He says, the fire department came in on Monday to check for violations, whatever it was, and they went into the basement. Listen carefully, girls. And they went into the basement of this pool hall club. And they found in the basement that the guy who owns the pool had antique cars in the basement. And he was repainting them and fixing collision shop, like a collision shop. He was repainting and fixing these antique cars. And he had in the basement enough paint and solvent and torches and gas to fix the cars that if there would have been one spark, one cigarette butt thrown into that basement, that building would have blown up like, like a time bomb. He said you would have had 200 dead Jewish children. This is what he tells my friend. He says, there's nothing to do with you. And he ends off and he says, you should know something. He's not Jewish. So you should know something. That your God watches out for your children. That pool hall was on top of a bomb. On top of a bomb. So we went, eight couples, thinking that we're saving these kids from Averis. Meanwhile, chas v'shalom, a tragedy. Nobody would have walked out of their life. There's nothing to talk about. It was a fire trap. It's a building made out of wood. In the basement was enough solvent to blow up half a Monticello. And then he said, and I want you to know, you can tell the rabbis that were at the meeting, that of every group that we've ever met, we have never met a group that cares about their children as much as you Jews. This is what this non-Jew said. Kiddush Hashem. With all the people saying, yes, no, you should, you shouldn't. Meanwhile, if anyone would have known what was going on in that basement, and that chas v'sham, there's no sprinklers, no fire uh, things, they got, they got, what's it called, the penalties for that also. There would have been no, there was no egress to get out of the building. It would have been a great tragedy. So this Matzah Shabbos, Rabbi Wallstein got into his car. Baruch Hashem, we rented this Matzah Shabbos for the, for the girls. We rented Kaimisha, and we rented uh, for the boys. We rented a different bowling alley, Liberty, Liberty Lanes. And Baruch Hashem, we were full the last two Shabbos, and, and, and in both of them. Thank you. Thanks to Avivit. She never hasn't slept on a Monday Shabbos the whole summer. She's been up till 6 o'clock every morning watching the sunrise. And sunrise is five, around 5.44. It's very interesting. Anyway, listen carefully. So at 2.30, between driving from Kaimisha the girls this weekend and going to the Boys in Liberty, I decided to go visit the pool hall. It's 2.30 at night around the time that we got thrown down the steps. And I drive up my car to the pool hall. There's not a person there, of course not, it's closed. Not a car, not a girl, not a boy, no music, it's dead. And I get out of the car, and I walk to the steps, the step that he threw me down, and I stand on the steps. And I'm telling you exactly what I did. I looked up to Shemayim, and I said, Hashem, you are Monticello. You better believe it. You own Monticello. Nobody else owns Monticello. So, this week's Pasha. When you come into Eretz Yisrael, says Hashem, be Kurim. You're going to build houses. You're going to have trees. And you're going to have plants. And you're going to have fruits. I own Eretz Yisrael. I own this world. 
Nobody else owns this world. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Unbelievable. And I thought to myself, listen carefully. I'm a little crazy, you know that. Don't all agree, but a little bit out of the box. So there I am, 2.30 at night by myself, screaming at the sky, you own Monticello. Never a guy drove by, he said, can I help you? You lost. So you uh, Wallace still drinking in the club over there, you know, screaming at Shemayim, you own Monticello, who, where, what, right? I got into my car and I had a thought. And I said, what's up with that Mincha, with David Feinstein, that he called me into the room, or not Sala? I'm throwing something out here which is just a thought. But this is a thought that came to me at 2.30 on a Matzah Shabbos. And I said to myself, I know what happened here. Terrible Averis, the first three weeks that were going on in this place. Terrible Averis. They wrote Xerah in Shemaim. They wrote Xerah, Shem wrote Xerah. Chas v'shalom. Some kid's going to throw a cigarette butt into that basement and it's going to blow to sky high. Chas v'shalom, doing all these Averis. Hatzalah, right? All of Hatzalah, the mountains, 200 kids never burnt. Hatzalah, Chas v'shalom, is going to be all over the place. So in Shemayim they wrote that Hatzalah is going to have to come on a Matzah Shabbos. Everyone out of bed to this terrible tragedy. But Hashem has Rachamim on his children. So Hashem says, but I'm going to give them a chance. Either Hatzalah is going to come because children got killed and got burnt, or Hatzalah is going to come on their own, voluntarily, to take my kids out of here, that they shouldn't do any more Averis. It's up to Klai Israel how Hatzalah is going to, going to leave this pool hall. Either we're taking kids to a bowling alley, or Hatzalah taking kids to a hospital. And David Feinstein, this is my thought. She said, Rabbi Wallstein, only Hatzalah. Nobody else picks up those kids. Only Hatzalah. Because Hatzalah was written in the Xerah that they're going to have to go to that pool hall. Make sure they're the ones who go to the pool hall and take these kids out of there. It's my thought. Nobody said it to me. I don't have Ruch HaKodesh. But at 2.30 at night, on a Matzah Shabbat, standing by yourself, in Monticello, you get all these different thoughts. That's what came to my mind. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.